mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire I am so excited to be recording and bringing you this week's collective energy ahead. Uh, it has been a lovely week. It's kind of funny. I didn't even mention last week on the collective reading the 333 portal on March 3rd, which is funny because I mentioned portals constantly in my reading. There was a... Uh, um, a dragon reading that I did live on Instagram. That video is up there if you want to go check it out on the 333 portal. And it's kind of funny because portals came up in the portal reading. Uh, so this is a really great week that we've had. And we are continuing to kind of move through this energy of change and stepping into a new paradigm Um growing in a different way, learning how to manage duality and understand it better so that we are more balanced in our divine masculine and feminine energy. And we are bringing in this golden age like a boss. So that is what we have in store for us. And I'm pretty excited about that. So this will be the sole action plan as I pull up my calendar because I seem to make up dates in my head when I'm recording sometimes. Uh, this will be for March 7th through March 13th. Uh, we have a fun 333 portal again. Thank you, March, on 312-21. Yes, I realize that the year is actually 2021 which makes it a five, but we commonly reflect the date as we do with just the last two digits. So I think it's collectively accepted that we just go with that. So that will be another 333 portal on Friday. Uh, the 333 portals are moments of um, easy access between all dimensions, information, energy, insight, unconditional love, all of that flows freely and it is a very good time to make things happen for yourself. And then in addition to that, we have a Pisces new moon on Saturday, March 13th. That is an interesting day because if you take into account the 2021, it's a three, four, five day, <laughs> which uh, just sounds synchronistic to me. But um, that new moon in Pisces is going to be all about um, dipping into that Pisces energy, using that for your growth. And uh, again, as I said, learning to navigate duality and learning to accept and surrender to things and change as necessary as you move through your life. Uh, this is still going to be a tumultuous year in a lot of ways, but it is all 
in an effort to balance these energies that I'm talking about. So it was really fun today when I was pulling cards for this reading, as usual. Um, it's always amazing to me how I can shuffle and shuffle and shuffle, shuffle till my um, aching blackberry thumbs, that's what they call it when your thumbs get tired of doing things they're not meant to do, um, you know, until my thumbs are killing me and I will still pull the same cards for weeks at a time from those individual decks. So uh, this week, we have for our inner child is reminding us again with the butterfly to get ready for big changes. So we're transforming, we're growing, we're taking flight, we're launching all those ideas we've been working on. Uh, but we get a reminder from Coyote, who is also a trickster, to learn from your mistakes. Now, uh, you know, we all make mistakes and that really is um, the trick here. And this inner child card especially is asking us to not take our mistakes so seriously. Maybe you took a misstep uh, trying to launch a new project or endeavor or um, working on a relationship with someone and you're feeling maybe disproportionately upset about it and feeling like it's the end of the world and you've really screwed up. But in reality, you just made a mistake and that mistake was there to teach you something. Um, Coyote is there to help us uh, see our own duality and accept the parts of ourself that maybe we don't always love, like the parts of us that make mistakes sometimes that you know, our ego might tell us are dumb or why did you do that? You knew better. Um, but as we all know, that is just self-defeating and doesn't get us anywhere. So if some mistakes were made over the last few weeks or this week, just take heart that there's something to learn from that mistake and try not to spend too much time beating yourself up about it or causing more drama or more damage and just uh, realize that there's something to be learned and take a moment and sit with that and figure it out. Uh, doing that is another part of the process of making these big changes in your life and in the collective energy of the world that we are inhabiting this beautiful universe. So then <laughs> for the shapeshifters uh, oracle for our ego self or our earth self, as I like to call it, one of my friends calls it a file manager, <clears throat> Becky Zephyr1369 uh, on Instagram. She gives wonderful readings and is a very talented artist. I have to plug my friends now and then because I love them all so very much. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head which two shapeshifter oracle cards we got last week, but I know one of them was the Dragonling Garden, which is A New World is Born. The number on that card is nine, and it's all about a new world being born, which those of us who are on this path of ascension or expansion, 
know is exactly what has happened with the dawning of the age of Aquarius in December. Now, uh, this is all about tending to our collective and personal new worlds that are being born. You see this adorable little dragon fairy uh, holding her little baby dragon surrounded by all the gentle forest creatures. Um, if you were so moved, if any of those little animals jump out at you, I encourage you to go Google that animal spirit. I'm finding that those are deep messages for people, but obviously I don't have time on here to go through all six animals on this card for you. But um, keep that in mind when you're looking at these cards in close uh, inspection on Instagram where I share them when I post the reading. Now, uh, you know, we need to carefully guard and protect this baby. And part of that is our new baby self as well. Because no matter how long we've been doing this work, every time we go through a new major shift, we're all new again in our own ways. And we're all dealing with new uh, phases of growth and challenges. And it's nothing to be afraid of because Elizabeth and the lion are saying to our ego, it's time to become a great leader the number on that card is two, and I would remind you that two and nine add up to three. That seems to keep happening with these numbers, lots and lots of threes. So <clears throat> I'm not going to read out from the Dragonling Garden because I've done it a bunch of times before, and that card really speaks for itself. It's about uh, tending your garden, tending your new growth tending the new growth of the world. Uh, there's been a lot of shifts towards more of an attitude of interdependence instead of codependence. And we are working that out on an individual and global basis. Now, Elizabeth and the lion. <clears throat> I am going to read from this because this all is more of the concept of us stepping into our personal authority and having collective faith in the communities that we have connected with, knowing that these are empowering places, safe places, and that we must act accordingly. Elizabeth and the Lions speak. You must now express your authority and prove correct the trust that people have shown in you. When you have a great task to do, it is natural that fear and fearful self-talk will stage a sudden entrance. It is wise to understand that there will be times when you will wonder if you can continue, and there will be times when simpler, easier, more subservient existence would be better than this striving to truly be the sovereign the leader and educator of others. But if you rise to this offer, we will walk with you for a while. You will overcome an impossible danger and you will show how resilient and strong your human heart is. You must make a stirring speech, manage a troubled group of people, face a great threat, and somehow manage with meager resources. You are a leader. You will triumph if you remember that the flow of blood that runs through you has courage and staying power. Nothing will make you back down. You will hold out, outwit, and come to victory again and again. Understand that, at present, what you represent 
has immense symbolic power. You must dress and speak the part, and for a time, you must put your energy toward a much greater cause. There are people and beings who rely upon your example. You will be promoted, and with this great new blessing will come great responsibility. You are up for the challenge again and again and again. Like it or not, you are a leader. Now show you can be a great one. Now, leadership can be in your own life. It can be in your family. It could be at work. It could be in a group. It could be in your efforts to be a public person and help others like me and other readers I know. Uh, there's a lot of ways that this can manifest in your life. But the point is to let go of your um, imposter syndrome or your self-doubts. Um, and that doesn't mean be an egotistical dick about life either. <laughs> this isn't a you-know-it-all. It, this is more of an encouragement of if people, you know, throw uh, daggers at you, let's say, um, just dodge them and know that they're just going to bounce off of you because you are acting from a place of sovereign authority within yourself, in your solar plexus, uh, that Gaia and solar energy that gives us all the support that we need energetically and cosmically to act as our best self in this earth experience. Um, I will give you an example of how this is manifesting in my personal life at the moment because it can be very, uh, I mean, the varieties here are infinite people, so that's why it's interesting to give a collective reading, but it seems that even though I am putting this out there for the millions of people who are on this same path, um, it will apply to all your lives in different ways. And that's not just because, oh, you could apply it anyway. It's because we're all moving through the same kind of collective energies together. And it is manifesting in the millions of different songs that we are singing or playing or dancing to. So for me, I have this interesting situation um, where I have been taking care of my mom. I had to take over her life last year because she has developed uh, a mild cognitive disorder. So it's not the bad kind of dementia that's going to get worse over time, but it has definitely limited her abilities and whatnot. So I have been taking care of her and we had a tumultuous relationship throughout my life and there have been many times we've been estranged. Part of the reason we've been estranged is because of some of her borderline personality behavior that was harmful and toxic to me and uh, made it difficult to trust her, especially with my kids when they were smaller. And so anyway, it's it's been a thing. Let's just leave it at that. But it nonetheless, continue to love her and forgive her and understand that she's doing the best she can. So we've had this renaissance of relationship because it was almost like she forgot how to be dysfunctional. Then in the meantime, um, we've made some changes to meds and uh, she's on this new psychoactive drug and um, it seems to be bringing back out the aspects of her borderline personality where she lies a lot 
to me and fibs like a child, which uh, was harmless when she could take care of her stuff, I suppose, just irritating. But now at this point, becomes kind of dangerous. So anyway, here I am in this situation, right? And I have two choices. I could continue to uh, live a life of servitude like it's talking about in Elizabeth and the Lion, where I martyr myself. I say nothing about the fact that she is lying to me and others, and I know this, and just keep placating her and doing the things that I'm doing to assist her uh, while having resentment and frustration and getting a whole lot of childhood stuff triggered for me. Um, or I can be a great leader and walk in with my lion and a heart full of love. I see that lion as uh, a big heart of unconditional love. And I can walk into that situation, which I'm going to do this week, and have a compassionate conversation with my mom and talk to her about this in a way that is not shaming to her, but that maybe we can heal this and come to some sort of way of managing this behavior that she has. And uh, I can't expect her to change at this stage of her life so much, but it's not unreasonable for me to have boundaries and let her know that if she continues this strange behavior with me, um, it's not going to enhance her life. It's going to make it more difficult for me to help her and also make it more difficult for her to live independently because the things she's lying about could cause uh, danger to her at some point. So that is a good example for me of uh, what we have going on this week. And so maybe that helps some of you understand what these cards are talking about what they are getting at at this point. Hey, Galactic Groovers. I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooming Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333. And that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. 
And then lastly, I have Syncretic Oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money-back guarantee for all my readings, and so far, nobody wants their money back, so I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there, and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. I feel like I went off on a tangent there, but it seems like a necessary tangent. Uh, so then our Muse Tarot, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny again, similar cards came through. Um, we get the six of emotions some more. Oh, yay. I know everyone's so excited to dip into their deep feels and uh, go through their entire um, past and reflect upon it. But that is what we're being asked to do right now. And this doesn't have to be an unpleasant experience. Some of it may be uh, facing, you know, childhood wounds or various stages in our past that we haven't let go of or we haven't completely processed or released, or maybe learned the lesson from, um, and some of it may be positive reflection, and happy reflection, and nostalgia, and reminiscing about different times in your life. On the cards, you see a portal, <laughs> not surprising, look at another portal, and then we're going to have a heavily Pisces moon-influenced portal on Friday, so, um, some of that might come up for you, but you see this little girl and uh, she's the, the little girl version of this muse and the muse is pondering all these different parts of herself and how they, uh, how they count. It's important to tap into that energy of having fun. It's important to tap into that energy of enjoying life. Um, Here's the thing to remember, though, is that you can transform your past just as you can change your present moment in the way you react and you can shape your future in the way you dream of it, visualize it, birth it into being, feel the energy of it coming to you. You can also change the history of this current earth life just by how you perceive it. The duality that I've been talking about and the balancing of duality means being able to see all sides of a situation. And this doesn't mean that you are excusing someone's bad behavior or forgiving the unforgivable if that's how it feels for you. Um, but it's, it's about recognizing that we all have had roles to play. 
So for example, um, say there's an experience in your past where you were a victim, you had an abuser of some kind, and they were the villain, and there's no question that what they did was wrong. It was maybe even evil or, you know, the worst thing you can imagine. It left you with scars. You can go through your life and continue to see yourself as a victim and them as a, this evil monster and perpetrator. Um, and that's okay if that's the one that you choose. It will mean that you continue to have some pain about that experience and perhaps even a little bit of shame because it's hard to let go of. Um, or you could change your personal history in a very simple way. And this doesn't mean telling yourself a lie or forgetting what actually happened because that would be disingenuous also. But you can choose to see yourself as the warrior who survived that experience and learned your lessons from it. I know everybody gets tired of hearing that there's a lesson in everything, but I think most people who are listening to me right now are probably ready to recognize and accept that. Um, I know every bad experience in my life has had a lesson in it, and I have learned it and moved on. Whew, had to clear my throat. Uh, they have started the wicked burn season around here, and so I will be froggy until April. Yay. Uh, at any rate, so you can see yourself as the warrior and survivor that you are and see that you got through that experience and took away from it what you needed and that you can let go of it. Oop, now the kitty wants my attention. Um, and you can also look at the perpetrator, the, uh, the abuser, the monster, whoever it is. You can see them as the playing the role that they agreed to play in this experience. Every experience we have shapes who we are. And sometimes we, and I know nobody likes to hear this, but sometimes those are things that we sign up for. It may be that it's something we needed to experience for our soul growth. It may be that we took on the mission to help transmute that dysfunction in society in preparation for Gaia's vibrational shift. Uh, you may not know in this earth life why you agreed to be part of such an experience, but uh, there was an agreement and that other person fulfilled their role. This doesn't mean you have to feel sorry for them or excuse them, but just having it in your mind that there, there are two sides to everything and that there is a balance somewhere in the middle will help you transform those past experiences and change your history, basically. And going forward, you will have a different relationship with those experiences. So I strongly encourage you to do that if any of those things come up for you. And also remember to have some childlike fun. This upcoming week and weekend would be a great time to tap into the little kid who likes to step in puddles and follow a caterpillar around in the backyard and um, 
color and paint and sing for no reason and spin in a circle just because being busy is fun. So find that sense of play. And then uh, we have the Ace of Inspiration, which also came up recently collectively. <clears throat> Positive new beginnings, fresh inspiration, sparks, opportunities, new cycles of manifestation, hopes, dreams, creative downloads, pushing through blocks, illuminated ideas, passion, invocations that spark. This ace pulses with the electricity of inspired ideas and shines them down into the imagination of others. She offers passionate beings, bright musings, and all the creative fuel you need to bring new experiences to the surface of your reality. One of her favorite places to roam is the desert, as it holds so much beauty among its sands. It's a place where people often mistake starkness for emptiness and emptiness for nothingness. But she reminds you that lush and potent creative energy resides everywhere when you look for it. I feel like this is a reminder to us that no matter where we're at right now, what resources we may feel like we're lacking uh, for what we're trying to do, it doesn't matter. There is right where you are right now in this moment everything that you need to move forward and take action with the dreams and uh, experiences you want to have. Oh, pardon me. Needed some coffee there. So, <clears throat> don't let yourself be limited by what you think you might be lacking if you feel like you're in a desert of some sort. I think I'm going to let the cat meow. I don't even know that you can hear it. He is one of those kitties that always wants his breakfast early, no matter when you decide to feed him. So I kind of stick to the feeding times or else he would wake me up at 4 a.m. Then lastly, this is super fun. Uh, I pulled Dragon Oracle cards for your galactic team. Those last two were the Muse cards, Muse Tarot for your highest self, uh, your oversoul, whatever you would like to call it. So the two cards that I pulled after much shuffling, I assure you, uh, are two of the same cards that I pulled on the 3-3 portal on Wednesday. So I really love it. Love, love, love it when that happens. You can go listen to that or watch that video as well if you would like more uh, information about the dragons, but they're pretty self-explanatory and Golden Orange Dragon appears again with a nice infinity symbol in his tail there or hers. I don't know why I feel like this one's a he, but Golden Orange Dragon is uh, expanding your light for ascension or multidimensional expansion as I like to call it these days. Be a peaceful warrior. Help those in need. Remember your magnificence. He is uh, writing in the pages of the Book of Knowledge and raining that down upon the earth. This fifth dimensional dragon is part of Metatron's ascension team. 
Metatron is leading forward individuals who are ready to follow his path, and at the same time, he is overseeing the ascension of the entire universe. The golden orange dragons who work for him are carrying fifth dimensional ascension blueprint for Earth, and they come to those of us who are ready to make a difference. If you are listening to these readings, I'm pretty sure that you are those who are ready to make a difference. So I can already feel you all doubting and questioning and asking yourself, is that me? Am I one of those people? Because am I awesome enough to be one of those people? And indeed, yes, you are. We all are, but not everybody has tapped into that. However, if you are here listening to me, you are. You are already there. All you need to do is step into it. Uh, drawing this card suggests it is a time for a push forward on your ascension expansion path. Do you need to meditate more or examine and release old stuff like the six of emotions or embrace who you truly are and recognize your magnificence? Tell these dragons what you need in order to take the next step on your journey into the higher frequencies and they will help you. So then I also pulled the royal blue and gold dragon, which came up, as I said, recently as well. Strengthened you to stand in your power with wisdom, awaken to your own majesty, wear your cloak of power with pride. This card, wear your cloak of power with pride, is coming up over and over again in the collective energy and then also in individual readings. We are really being asked to walk the walk and talk the talk that we've been talking and keep on walking it. Awaken to your own majesty. Strengthens you to stand in your power with wisdom. Have faith in yourself, peeps. The dragon is always with you. It holds your sword of truth. So Archangel Michael can enable you to speak and act with truth and honor at all times. It roars at those who try to diminish you and befriends those who empower you. You have all the support you need to teach divine majesty by example. So this is about stepping into your power and knowing that you are being supported by your galactic team to do this with honor and grace and uh, acting in the highest good of all. I think a lot of times because of our conditioning on earth that we're meant to break free from, we tend to always question, uh, well, who the heck am I? Who am I? What am I? And okay, great. So now that I am maybe more aware, I have different abilities or I've gained new skills. Now am I going to act selfishly? Can I trust my own decisions and choices? And yes, you can. You just need to hold uh, close to your source energy and your loving heart and that unconditional love. Ask your inner child and your highest self when you are making a choice that you're not sure about. You can just, uh, you know, say, uh, my inner guidance, is there anything about this decision that I'm about to make that isn't in my best interest or that of the highest good for the collective? And if 
you feel that feeling in your gut where you feel anxious or you um, just have that feeling of an untruth, then you know that maybe you need to examine that decision some more. But if you just feel good and um, heart open and loving, then you're making the right choice and you don't need to doubt yourself. So that is our basic soul action plan. And then I also included a couple of syncretic oracle cards that I was moved to pull, which is funny <clears throat> because these are cards that continue to come up. I'm pretty sure that the Medicina card with this lovely uh, South American medicine woman came up last week. As you can see, there's a big fat portal behind her head. So portals, portals, portals. And this is about uh, life practice, souls, territory, art, EverQuest, all enhance, evolutionary wellspring. So as part of doing this work that you're doing and us trying to balance the divine and masculine, divine feminine and masculine energies uh, and work on balancing duality and understanding that to uh, reduce the polarity of our existence with each other here on earth. Um, we need to tap into earth medicine. For some of you, this may mean literal changes in your diet or, uh, and by diet, I do not mean diet as in losing weight. I am an intuitive eater. I am uh, anti-diet culture. I'm not anti-many things, but diet culture is one of them that I am anti because it does a huge amount of harm, especially to uh, women. <clears throat> historically, but men are just a subject to all of that bullshit too. But at any rate, when I say diet, I mean nutrition, making better choices or choices that feel more nourishing to your body. It may mean that you experiment with uh, plant medicines, um, you know, whether that's ayahuasca or uh, some other hallucinogen process that is meant to uh, allow you to tap into Gaia and that earth energy and that sacred medicine. Uh, life sacrament is the other card we got and that's visionary path, attuning the practice and unlocking the possible in service of the sacred. This is all about crown chakra and if you look, she has a big crown chakra, the medicine woman. And then on the other card, we have the divine masculine and the divine feminine in harmony together. And they're holding their little baby, uh, you know, creation, birthing a new age in their hands. So this is simply um, wrapping up the whole rest of the reading, reinforcing that we are doing this work with ourselves and also for the universe and by doing this you help yourself you help everyone you're connected to you help the planet and the cosmos you are part of everything you really are the river so let that flow through you we're all the river of consciousness that exists and we're swimming in that sentient ocean 
together. And we're all learning from each other. We all have a part to play. Work on yourself. Focus on yourself. Fixing others is old paradigm. Fixing others is a diversion from yourself. Now, setting boundaries with people because it's the best thing for you and uh, speaking your truth with others about how their behavior might be affecting your life, that is not trying to change people. That is just using your sovereign authority to express your experience of the situation. And there's a difference between doing that and giving someone an ultimatum or telling them how they have to live their life. Ultimately, the way you change anyone else is by changing yourself and working on yourself because changing your own reactions to others uh, changes your relationship to them. And just sort of by net effect of checks and balances of how energy works, it ultimately does change them for the better as well if you're doing it from a loving place. So that is the collective energy for the week, and that sounds magnificent. Um, do please follow, subscribe, like, uh, review, all of those good things. If you could share this reading or any other episode that you enjoy on your story from whatever podcatcher you're listening to it on, like Spotify or Anchor or uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, there's a million of them. It would really help get the word out about my podcast and about my services and allow me to keep building this as the passion and uh, way of supporting my family that I know it can be. I am so excited to see what is going on for all of you. And so if anyone has any great things happening, shoot me an email about it. Or you can also leave me a voice message uh, in Anchor at my Anchor page. There's a lot of ways to get a hold of me and participate. Um, I Maybe what I'll do, I'm thinking of dipping into the stereo app. I want to do some kind of thing with the portal on Friday. So maybe I will schedule some sort of a live pick a card reading thing on there and we could um, have some fun playing on stereo app. But at any rate, I'm continuing to build up um, stamina and also free time in my life to do more live readings on Instagram and eventually get my Patreon rolling. Um, along with dealing with the mom issue, one of which was she lied to me for two and a half weeks that she didn't have, she kept saying she didn't have hot water. And so I thought she was taking sponge baths with cold water in her sink. And this was the drama that she was portraying. And in reality, had water the whole time. Isn't that fun? Uh, <laughs> but at any rate, um, along with that little fun personal thing, I was really intensively teaching my 18-year-old son how to drive and get him his license, which is kind of a belabored process in Colorado, even when there isn't a pandemic. 
but we managed to get that all done, and we got my mother's 30-year-old car that he gets to drive uh, out of her parking lot at her apartment, and it's now home, and I have an adult driver. So having that uh, burden taken off me, just, you know, the responsibilities of getting him anywhere he needed to go uh, will free up more time for me. So that is exciting. And I want to spend that time reading cards and, uh, interacting with my peeps and having fascinating conversations about things. I have so many guests in the queue. It's just a matter of us hooking up and having time to record together. So those will be coming soon as well. I love you all. And I was going to try to take you out with somebody else's music. Uh, but in order to do that, I have to sign a deal with uh, Spotify so that it only appears on Spotify. And I don't want this episode to be limited that way. So I will not be doing that via Spotify. Um, so I'm not sure what I'll take you out with. <laughs> that makes it sound funny. I'm going to John Wick you into cosmic enlightenment. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Anyway, um, I will talk to you about cosmic guidance next week. And I do hope to have some other episodes dropping, uh, with interviews over the next coming weeks. I love you all. Thank you so much. So I got ready to record an outro and was letting Sophie the Blind Shih Tzu out to go to the bathroom. She has learned how to find the stairs and come up them by herself in our yard, which is pretty amazing. But I don't know if you can hear all those birds. You might also hear a chainsaw or leaf blower or something here in a second, but I may have gotten a blissful break for a moment so you can hear all those birds. So I normally wouldn't do this outside, but those birds are just so fantastic today. We're getting some kind of um, early spring, I do believe. We might have snow again, but you never know. So I took us out with the song Copernicus from Basha, and I had a weird experience. Like I recorded it, and I got it all right, which is... Uh, it's a difficult song and something I've been trying to do. I still cheated a bit because I didn't sing in Polish on the last verse because I don't know the pronunciation well enough to not um, offend the language. But uh, I started crying as soon as I finished it. It was like this feeling of gratitude. And the reason I chose that song is because although she is speaking about Poland versus the rest of the English-speaking world, um, I always felt like it was about Earth and being here and choosing to become embodied here and being here to experience love above all else. So I hope you enjoy it because it really is peppy and makes me um, happy every time I hear it. And uh, I hope that you have a fantastic week and I just love you all so much. Mwah. A song about the place I come from It's stars on the moon at all Where people's hearts are filled with passion I miss it so 
Cause I'm here chasing love In my land of great romantics I'm the biggest dreamer of them all No way to stop their desire To change and to improve our world One invented Esperanto Ready to move and to try something new I'm convinced that Chopin too Would be somber if he had a chance to prove Though it's true that I only know very few Simple words of your language Attracted and excited Because the only words we need Get a better picture And if I say that on this planet today We all have the same hearts I don't claim I'm curious Copernicus So it's true that I only know very few Simple words of your language I cracked it, I decided Because the only words we need To communicate are the ones I can help but say I do love you And they make me understand you love me too